be, being a busy professional does raise some uh, very interesting barriers. But the two biggest are definitely time and energy, because you find a lot of people who have sort who are in the position of being a busy professional. They have families, they've got social lives, and then they've got high stress and high demanding jobs. Yes. Um, so really, fitness has to integrate into their lifestyle. They can't they can't quite wrap their lifestyle around their fitness. Oh. Welcome, everybody. You are listening to the Black Country Business Podcast. So today, we're going to be talking, we talk about coaching quite a lot. I myself, is a, I'm a business coach, also a business owner. But today, I'm bringing in another type of coach, a coach that looks at not just your, your health, but also your well-being, your goals, your focus, and some key fundamental principles that will get you to the body that you want but we're not just talking body here, are we, Harry? We're talking about how does that also apply in your business? Because I've found the same sort of psychology and performance applies in sports, it applies in your health, it applies in your business too. So I've brought you on today. Uh, this is Harry Morris from Fitness Studio 46. How are you doing, Harry? Doing very well. How are you? Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, so, what do you do then, Harry? Tell us about yourself. Um, tell us about the clients that you serve as well. Brilliant. So you, you sort of touched on it. We, I'm a health and fitness coach. Um, so I help people get in shape fundamentally. And on the surface, I think that can be pretty straightforward, simple goals. You know, somebody might want to lose some weight. Somebody might have a performance goal. But usually these surface goals, they go a little bit deeper. Um, and, you know, they really are uh, in, in tied with someone's happiness uh, and their life. Wow. And it has a lot of knock on effects with stuff like family life, business life uh, and just about everything based on how you look and how you feel. That's really interesting. See, uh, as, as a business coach, I'm going to mention the two terms here. What do you feel yourself to? By the way? If I'm a business coach, what sort of coach are you? I call myself a health and fitness coach. Health and fitness. Because we talk about wealth a lot in business. I help business owners create more, more money, first of all, is to have more money so they can go and do the things that they want, you know, create the legacy that they're after. But as a big part of this as well, it's not just about the money. It's about the time to use that money to go out there and make memories happen. Because at the end of the day, you know, uh, it's just about the memories that we create from time to time to time. So without that money to do stuff, we now get very restricted. But without the time, then what's it all worth? What's the point? Um, I always have the idea of wealth, Harry. Um, yeah. And before we started talking on here, I, I mentioned wealth being time and money, being able to spend it. And you mentioned health is wealth. Yeah. Yeah, I truly um, believe. Tell me more about that. Yeah, I truly believe health is wealth. Like you say, you need, you need money to create some freedom and opportunity, don't you? And then you need time to enjoy that freedom, opportunity, and money. But even with the time, you need the vitality, the energy, and the health to enjoy that free time and money. Um, so really, it's, it's sort of a holy trinity of uh, things that you need there. So you need the money, you need some time to enjoy yourself, but you need the health to enjoy that free time as well. And that's sort of where, where I jump in uh, and I help people who are struggling to, to manage their own health and fitness uh, get themselves on track and enjoy their time and money. So you, you mentioned also as well that there's a bit of a niche that you, the guys that you work with, the, the ladies and the gents, um, that they tend to be more business professionals. Is that 
right as well? Yeah, I think that's sort of, it wasn't where we set out to target, but it's sort of how it's evolved in our business. I think we're being based on a business park. We're naturally surrounded by professional types. So uh, law, accountancy, you know, people who are uh, busy professionals and obviously business owners as well on that park. Um, so that's how it sort of gravitated. Uh, we Even our class times work around a nine to five day. Um, so yeah, we do coach a lot of busy professionals now. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. There's certainly a need for it because a busy person's, a busy professional's um, lifestyle is obviously a lot different and they have different goals, different dreams than people that, um, that aren't so busy. You know, let's say if it's a high-end um, CEO or managing director, if you want to put it into the UK terms, um, a high-end MD, then they're going to have a lot of more restraints and different, um, different ideas of what coaching requirements are needed. Yeah, it, and it, be, being a busy professional does raise some uh, very interesting barriers, but the two biggest are definitely time and energy, because you find a lot of people who, have sort, who are in the position of being a busy professional, they have families, they've got social lives, and then they've got high stress and high demanding jobs. Yes. Um, so really fitness has to integrate into their lifestyle. They can't, they can't quite wrap their lifestyle around their fitness. Yeah, it's interesting. And what about the mindsets as well? I mean, the people that have, well, if it's in corporate, okay, I guess you could use the term, Not, I don't totally agree with this, reach the top, whatever that may, may, may mean in your world. Yeah. Um, but these are high performers in the business world, aren't they? So you're talking about high performance coaching for high performing people here too, aren't you? Yeah. And, and our, our coaching offering has to reflect that. Um, you know, you need you need sort of a an offering that encompasses all of those different things and dealing with high performance, high stress individuals. Um, it, ironically, it's a good quality to have in the gym because they tend to be quite competitive. They're willing to push themselves in the, in the gym, but it's almost uh, trying not to overcharge that person. Like they can't come in for a workout and we send them out crawling on their hands and knees. And then they've got to go and work a, a busy, stressful day. So we need to almost like try and, taper that intensity so that they can still perform at work and they can still perform at home well this is the beauty of coaching isn't it is that you know we, we spoke before before this and we both agreed that 99 percent of coaches out there aren't actually coaching they're teaching and where yeah. does this come from well if we all start the world as a blank canvas where did we learn how to coach and how to teach well from teachers at school you know, but what, what happens in school then is that there's a teacher back in my day, Harry, it was a blackboard. Yeah. <laughs> there was a blackboard up there and the teacher would get up there and start just lecturing to us. Um, mm -hmm. But what, what do you think? I've got my own opinions on this, but I'd like to hear it from a sports side as well. What do yeah. you think the difference is between a sports trainer teacher and a, 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 a what a, a great coach looks like? That, that is a fantastic question. And I could go all day on that one. Um, the, the first thing that came to mind when you, when you asked me that is the term coactive coaching. Yes. So that's, it's sort of, it's the opposite of a lecture, really. It's a coach drawing out from within the person that they're coaching the answers rather than just standing at the front and telling them what to do. And we see this in its, you know, in its physical, uh, the way it comes out physically for people. So for example, if I'm pushing somebody through a workout, and we need to do a certain exercise. 
and they don't really want to do it, but I'm like, let's just do it anyway because it's the right thing to do. There's resistance there and the, they never quite fully buy into that, to that movement or exercise. So what I tend to do is I'll give someone a choice. So I'll say, we, we need to do this. This is what we're trying to draw out. Um, we can do it in this way or this way. What would, you know, which one do you prefer? Uh, which one would you like to go for today? And then they have a degree of choice which enhances their buy-in dr drastically. Um, so it's drawing, uh, to me, a, the difference between a coach and a trainer, a trainer will tell you what to do and push you through a workout or tell you what to eat and just give you a meal plan and leave you to it. A coach will look at where someone is and they will help to create their own pathway really Obviously, it's a guided path so that, you know, they're not going down the wrong path, um, but they carve out their own sort of journey in it, increasing their buy-in and getting them to where they need to be. Fantastic. Yeah, that, that's, I love that the idea of that in, in sport is, is what a reflection that is in business as well. Because you mentioned your, your high performance in business clients that come in, they may have the high performance mindset, but <laughs> we all know what to do. We all know that we should be eating healthier. We all know that we should be going for our steps. If it's yep. level one, then the, yeah, we need to get our steps in. We need to start eating healthier. Level two, yep. we need to get to the gym. Level three, you know, we're talking high performance. Level four, level five, we're going for the Olympics, man. You know, yep. there's a different mindset there, isn't there? But people have that mindset and they know what to do. But what's getting in the way? What's stopping you from, from moving then? Same in business with our clients as well. What is getting in the way? Now, if we just hammered the do, do this, do this, do this, do this, we're going to leave and lose the client because they're not getting the result they want. Or yep. we're just going to lead them to burnout. And that's a fantastic question. You know, what, what do you see as the biggest barrier to your health and fitness right now? And I'll ask people that. Uh, and it takes them a minute to think about it. They they don't need to think about what they need to do. Like you say, everybody knows to eat healthy and move more. But then when you stop and ask, you know, well, what, what is the biggest challenge to you to doing that? They've not really asked themselves that question. And coaching feels quite easy when, when that's all you need to do. But literally that one question alone can get somebody, they can find their solution then. Yeah, absolutely agree. That I've been to my own fitness before and the amount of, um, coaches uh, you know i'll put uh, the quotation marks around that where they actually come in and just train and teach you know watch me do this now you go do that but a real coach would be going have you noticed how your knees moving at the bottom there when you're at the bottom of that squat well what is it that you think other people do differently oh yeah now i get it so asking yep. the great questions and having that subconscious change for me i think it's I think it's more powerful when it comes from within the person you're coaching. Have you ever seen the movie Inception? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, Grateful. If you, if you plant the idea in their head, they know it came from you. Wow. Like Whereas if you, if you can get them to draw it out themselves, there's just a bigger buy-in. It feels, it feels original and organic and people like their own ideas. <laughs> absolutely. So, so as a coach, um, do you feel that, a coach is about drawing things out of people then. So they actually have to, a coach has to be able to see the potential in people in the first place. I think that's 90% of coaching is trying to, um, is to, to try and get the individual to draw out what they need. And I think there's 10% where sometimes there's just a bit of tough love, just a little bit of tough love where 
somebody, you know, you can sit and, and get to the bottom of everything, work out all these issues, but at the end of the day, you've got to actually then go and do the work. And I think uh, for you as a business coach, you know, you could sit and have a great strategy session with somebody, get them to identify certain things in their business. And then you go and set them a little bit of a, a homework task, you know, something that they need to crack on with and they're just not doing it. And at some point, I, I don't want to use the term crack the whip, but like you just need to go, <laughs> where, where is it now? Like yeah, it you needs know what my favorite there. saying is, Harry? Uh, no. Absolutely. I'll, I'll share this one with you, by the way. And I, I, I'm just hoping that your clients don't pick it up from this podcast and go, hold on, you've got that from Lewis. So we've put all this stuff together and you've come up with these ideas for your business. I've added a few ideas in there as well from my experience and, and my lessons as a business owner. Um, you mentioned you're going to do this um, and now it's been two weeks. Prove it. Prove it. You says you're going there. You says you want it that much. We've got the strategy in place. Prove it. And if there's anything that comes up in the way, okay, is there, was there a challenge that stopped you from getting there? Maybe we need to look at that. No, no, there's no challenge. Prove it then. It's true. <laughs> and I, I think that's the that's the ten percent of coaching where um, that that people do need. I think most of it is is drawing it out of somebody, but every now and then you do need to challenge someone to prove it. Prove it. Absolutely. Now. This is fantastic. Me and you could talk about coaching. And by the way, listeners, um, the reason we're talking about this is I just want to put this into your heads at the moment. This isn't just about business coaching and sports coaching, but you guys as leaders, business owners, chief executives, managing directors, they're listening to this right now. How could you apply these principles into your team? How much are you being the teacher and how much are you being the coach? What if you could draw out of the people, your, your managers, your employees, your staff, draw out their true potential because they could be fully engaged and working towards their potential all the time. And I think this is the key here, Harry, that we're talking about in business principles. So we come up with a title for this podcast, by the way, Fundamental Principles That Will Get You and Your Business in Shape. Let's go into more business stuff then. So the people that are listening right now, how can they apply this into their, their business? Um, what business principles can also help you getting, get them into shape as well, get their business in shape? So uh, a, great, a great principle I thought I'd draw out on, uh, because this is something I've personally struggled with in my own business uh, and probably my own fitness too, is outsourcing. Okay. So as a, as a busy professional, as a business owner, your two, business, two biggest uh, resources that are being drained are your time and your energy. So we need strategies in place to save us time and energy, which are going to free us up to work on the things that perhaps we're better at in the business or in our fitness. So a great way to free time and energy is to outsource. You know, a virtual assistant is a good example. If you've got little bits of nagging paperwork that you don't really want to do, emails that you're just not getting back to that aren't maybe the most important things in the world to get back to at that time, you could hire a virtual assistant to come in, clear it all out for you in a few hours, so that you can crack on with other things that are going to give you a bigger return on investment. And it's the same in fitness. So one thing that perhaps people struggle with, uh, especially if they are busy professionals, is finding time to prepare healthy meals. But a really simple so solution, um, which is probably well suited to busy professionals, you know, who have a bit of uh, spare income as well, is to hire a prep company. So food prep companies are uh, evolving they're a lot better than they were and you can get your lunches delivered to you in the office 
uh, in freezer containers. You literally bang them in the microwave, heat them up, and you've got a healthy, low-calorie, high-protein meal without any real prep. Um, or, you know, you, you don't invest in that and you just pop to Burger King on your lunchtime. I love the word that you use there, by the way, invest. What do you mean by that? Tell me more about that word invest in, in your world. So an, an investment, there's obviously an initial outlay for an investment, but you're hoping that there's return on that. Um, but um, a good investment is going gonna, is gonna to eventually lead to greater growth. Um, whether that is in your business or in your fitness. So yeah, it might cost a bit of extra money to hire a food prep company to do your lunches, but the return on that investment for your health is going to be 10x uh, compared to what you spent. Brilliant. I love that idea of, of, of investing in there. And, and the, the term investment as well, I, I find, is there's, there's a feeling that comes up with investments as well. What's the feeling when I mention to people, and you as well, you need to invest in the food that you eat. Well, if you're investing in the food that you eat, there's going to be a greater outcome. So the investment terminology is, um, it, it's like this, isn't it? I give you a five, you give me a fiver and I give you 20 pound. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you're going to get that 10x return. But there's also mm -hmm. something else, the initial, we call this core effect, the emotion that comes up when the word investment is used, is that it takes courage. Yeah to invest as well, because the unknowingness behind it, you've never been there before with, with when you first start investing. So there's a lot of courage that's required to go, yeah, okay, I'm going to go there. I am going to invest. And the learning that I'm going to get from this investment, even if I win or lose, I'm going to learn. So there's mm -hmm. a return on knowledge as well, not just, um, and health. I love the idea that you've got return on health there as well. Yeah. Absolutely. I think uh, I like that concept of risk. It's, it's a risk really, isn't it? Um, you're not, you're not sure if you, if you say the word investment to me, my immediate mindset is uh, expense <laughs> like, and, but I'm quite risk averse, but you need to, you need to put that like skin in the game as it were. You have to have, uh, you have to put some stuff on the line, whether it is time, whether it's money, um, whether it's effort to even know if there is a return. Otherwise you just sit still where you are and you, you don't go anywhere. Absolutely. You know, um, I, I, you mentioned then about time, investing to get your time back is what you're talking about with, um, yeah. rather than going and prepping the whole mood, the, the whole meals every day or every Sunday night, there's companies out there that can do it. We call that leverage, by the way. Um, yeah. So you mentioned the PA, the virtual assistant, sorry. Um, on bigger businesses, it would be right, okay, I'm going to employ someone to do that for me. I'm going to get the manager to get better return on time. But here's the key, energy that you mentioned as well. Mm -hmm. What did you mean by energy? I, I, I see time, money, and energy as all the same currency. Um, whether, you, whether you're spending money or time, which I think you know, we're all quite familiar with, with doing that, it's, it's a sacrifice, it's a, it's a trade-off. But there's also a trade-off in energy. If your day starts at six in the morning and you're going all the way through the day to get to getting back home and actually spending some time with your family, your kids, and but you get home and you're just crushed from the day and you fall asleep and you didn't you didn't then you had no energy left to enjoy that. Wow. Um, so I, I see I see time, money, and energy as all just resources that we need to protect throughout the day. Um, so from a business perspective, you know, you don't want to, you, you might be really, really good with data and numbers, 
right? You're going to hire somebody within your business to work on the strategy side of things so that you can concentrate on the numbers thing. Whereas if you were spending time on strategy and it's just not, it's just not your wheelhouse, it's not only going to take you more time, but it's going to be greater drain on your energy because you're doing something that you don't really enjoy or want to do. Um, and it's a finite resource throughout the day. So for me, that, that's how I see energy. I, I try and do the things that I'm good at, that I enjoy to leave me some energy to come back and enjoy some time with my wife on an evening uh, rather than coming home just crushed from my day. Fantastic. Yeah. Marcus, Marcus Buckingham is a great author. He's the, uh, the, the, the strength find work to your strengths. And um, yeah, if you are working to your strengths, then that's where you get your most energy, isn't it? Yeah. By the way, um, there's a terminology I use. I, I won't throw it to you because it's a more corporate thing. It, the, the term CEO, what does CEO stand for? Um, do, do you know what CEO stands for, Harry? What, I was going to say chief executive officer. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the right term. Um, but here's a better way of thinking about it. What does a CEO do? Well, he manages the leaders in the business, doesn't he? And the managers in there. So um, I like to call it chief energy officer. Yeah. Because whereas if he hasn't got the energy, then that is going to spread through the culture. Mm -hmm. And he's got to be the person that's leading that field as well. So chief energy officer, check your energy all the time. So are you eating that's the right greens? Are you eating the right food? Because that obviously affects your energy as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But the, the health and nutrition side of thing is going to definitely impact vitality. And this is something that I need to, I try and stress to our busy professionals. It's like, yes, it is an investment of time an effort to come and train here to try and eat healthy, but you, you will have the returns in feeling energized, wow. feeling good about yourself, feeling confident. And that lets you not only feel better about just within yourself, just an internal battle that you feel a lot better, but it's going to let you focus more on your business. You're going to be more productive. You won't have that three o'clock crash in the day where you feel awful and you've just coasted through on caffeine all day. And then, you know, you go home and you've still got some energy and vitality left to enjoy the rest of your life. That's really good. Here's the question. I've just thought you, you trigger so many things in my mind, by the way, of different thought processes. It, it's incredible. I hope you listeners are getting the same from Harry at the moment as well. It's fantastic. So if you, as a bit, so this is to the listeners, if you had more energy in your day, if you had the right nutrition program, if you had the right, if you was feeling good about yourself more often, what would impact would that just that have on your your business life and your home life as well? Because, mm. Harry, I've been in some meetings before with, with some um, some big business owners, and we've actually I've been making a purchase. Yeah, it was five hundred thousand pound purchase on some new equipment, and I've had people come in. Two quotations came, and the two the two people came to see me two different businesses. The one business person that came in, the business owner and their sales manager, yeah, they looked, um, looked like they didn't want to, they looked, they was happy, there's pleasant people, but you could tell that they didn't have that vitality and energy, a bit rushed off the feet, a um, bit stressed, you know, dare, dare I say, you know, they were um, not at their best performance, you could just see. And mm -hmm. the other people that came in, big smiles on the face, Lots of energy, lots of vitality, not over the top, but they, they were, they just seemed more professional. Yeah, engaged. Yeah, absolutely more engaged. Now, who do you think the people, even though the one was more expensive, who do you think the, the people we went with? 
you're gonna go you're gonna go for the better quality you're gonna go for that that higher energy it's absolutely it's a reflection on the business isn't it you know i just mm-hmm. thought well these people are a lot more inspirational um i feel that um that these people would be a lot more on the ball i feel that i'd get a better service with them and yeah. if that's how they're reflective in when i meet them face to face because realistically what's the saying that's out there people make the judgment within the first couple of seconds of seeing somebody don't they the communication is in body language, not in the words that we use. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So I want to, we've put some things in here of how we can apply this into leadership in business, how we can become the best coach to our, to our managers and our, our team members. Um, I want to talk more about your journey as well, because there's one key thing that we haven't touched on here, Harry, and I haven't mentioned this to you yet. So I don't want to make you put, put you under a bit of pressure, okay. but you are an inspirational entrepreneur. Um, is it okay to mention your age? Feel free. I, I turned 23 uh, about two weeks ago. Now, the reason I didn't go with this um, straight away is because I didn't want that to be um, a, a preconception that people have before they the see the value in that you've had. So you just delivered so much value that could look at the return on investments of getting everybody health and energized in your business. Yeah, rather than people sitting there watching the clock turn around till five o'clock, they're going to go, wow, I feel fantastic about being here and wanting to work there. How much money does that make a business? You know your stuff. And then you've just turned around and says, well, you're 23. So I want to know about your journey as a young entrepreneur as well, because you're making some fantastic things happen in the black country. Um, so tell me about what got you into business in the first place. And also, what's your vision? What drives you? That's, that's a great question. No, thank you very much. Um, so yeah, it's no, it's no secret. I'm, I'm young and I look young as well. <laughs> so immediately, I think one of the biggest challenges faced for me from business, even though that wasn't quite your question is, is that people look at me and like you say, there's a, there's a preconceived idea just by looking at a person. Uh, and I think when you see somebody young, you could correlate that with inexperience. And that's been a big, a big barrier, like a big uh, sort of friction point in my business growth and in my personal growth to sort of overcome. Um, but what got me here was truly just following my passion. Um, I, I just did what I felt was right at every every turn. So even in the subjects I chose to study at school, how I spent my time, um, I just did what I felt was right. And it's just led me down this path. I had some interesting opportunities growing up that would have took me down a different path. You know, I might have got into being a busy professional going down the law route, the accountancy route, that sort of a family trade is, is finance. Um, but I just enjoyed playing sport. I loved media. Um, so I liked the study of representation and uh, digital media. And I loved business. And I think a love for those three things just sent me down the route of a personal trainer uh, because I get to do sport all day, which is great fun. I get to help other people, which is very fulfilling. I have the business to run, which I just enjoy the challenge of running a business, you know, having a brick and mortar business and all those different pieces, marketing, sales, and then the media side of things. That's sort of, I think that's what uh, made me stand out in the personal training sphere. Um, because I was producing lots of content, lots of articles, uh, lots of video content as well. We've got a digital course, um, like an online course that we run. So all that media production made me stand out uh, in amongst other trainers. Wow. Okay. 
there's some there's some big things in there, isn't there? I mean, that's such an inspiration, and certainly if I, I'm um, I've been invited to go and speak at schools and and colleges and even universities, it, even to the MBA students with um, the roles that I'm in with the the academic side. And I'm certainly going to send them to this podcast to listen to you because it's it's very inspirational, um, and it just goes to show age is just a number, and that's mm. just that 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 pre idea that people get, don't they, when when they first make up the mind in the first ten seconds of game. So, if I could uh, if I could jump in actually on that thought of like schooling and education, absolutely go for it. Yeah, my uh, my teachers did not approve of my subject choices. <laughs> You know, I took I took business, sport, and media, um, and I was at, I was actually uh, the second highest achieving boy in the school, so I had the second highest grades out of high school. And I had one teacher, I won't name a name, but she came up to me and she said, um, "What are you why are you throwing your future away, choosing cop out subjects?" <laughs> and I'd love to I'd love to see her again um, and and show her sort of the things that I'm doing now. But they they because they're not traditionally academic subjects you know that it's not like uh, it's not seen in the same light as maths and literature and science going down sport media and business um was not approved of at school but i just followed my passions i did the things i enjoyed doing and you know i had a great time because i was energized i was doing things i enjoyed i wasn't wasting time on on things that were going to drain my energy uh such as maths which i didn't particularly enjoy Absolutely. So perhaps you could, um, what, how could you get this podcast to that teacher? Do you think <laughs> <laughs> listeners, if you, if you know a teacher that, that, uh, that may know, uh, Harry, then uh, make sure that we get this teacher to listen because absolutely how much value you're adding to business owners lives right now. Really good. So, um, your vision, let's talk about vision. Why do you do it? You mentioned that your strengths, but where do you want to go? Where do you see this going in 10 years time? I think this is a nice opportunity for, for you to coach me. Some live coaching. Yeah. So this is, this is what you do really, isn't it? You help business owners realize their vision um, and then take practical steps towards achieving it. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to hand it back to you and see if you can draw my vision out from me. Absolutely. Okay. So what makes you get out of bed every morning? You know what? It's, it's a passion for helping people get healthier and fitter for all the reasons we've mentioned. I think sort of my own fitness, my own experience with fitness has been times in my life where I've been more in shape. There's been times in my life where I've been not so in shape and life is just better when you look and feel good. Um, so for me, it's, it's taking, it's getting people to that position. Um, I, I just have a deep passion for that. And I think it's nice to, you know, I've been fortunate to have some quite successful transformations with people, you know, people who have been in chronic pain, who no longer are people who have been overweight their entire lives, high blood pressure, you know, looking at taking years off their life. And now they're fit, active, you know, in a healthy range. Um, and no longer under medical supervision. So those sort of success stories are nice. But just the, the conversations and, and helping people feel better about themselves is, is what I get up for. Great stuff. So ideal day then. Let's go fast forward 10 years in the future. What do you want your ideal day to look like? Ideal day, I think um, I'm happy to get up. I don't mind, I don't mind getting up. Um, I'd, ideally, I'd get up have a coffee, 
train first thing. Um, I enjoy writing. So as I said, I, I like content production. So I'd probably spend my morning doing that. Then I'd enjoy a few hours of coaching, sort of actually, you know, on the gym floor, coaching people, but actually not particularly um, too, man, too many hours of that because... Coaching who? Busy professionals. Busy professionals. Busy professionals. Yeah, I think that's that's sort of where we've where we've specialised. Um, and then I'd finish with enough time to to come back, be able to turn my phone off, and just be present at home. Okay. Why busy professionals? I think I think I I just have uh, sort of my natural personality and characteristics appeal to speaking to busy professionals. I think there's quite a, a polarisation between what you might think of a stereotypical trainer and for example, a stereotypical lawyer, they're usually not the same sorts of people, probably different friendship groups, different ways they spend their time, different ways of speaking. And I've always been quite sort of a, a well-spoken, clean-cut kind of guy. So I think um, I, can, I can mix in the corporate world, you know, the professional world yeah. fairly comfortably. So I think that's where I've sort of naturally... You're talking there about values. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butt in a minute to keep it short for the podcast as well. But you're talking there about values, aren't you? So you, what you're mentioning there is, can we find people that are highly aligned to your values that you would want to work with? If you was to work with them people, how would that make you feel? I think time would go very quickly. Right. I think I'd just... Flow, it? If we're in flow, that is our peak performance condition that we can be in. Now, if you're in flow, are your clients in flow as well? Absolutely. Right. Okay. So the question that we've got then is in the next, for our vision, 10 years, five years, whatever that may be, if you could wake up in the morning, no time restraints. Yeah. No time restraints. You train, you get your book, you write some books, you write some content, you write your blogs, you go out there, you do some coaching with the people that you're really inspirational to be around and they find you a massive inspiration as well. And then you can just wrap it all up and spend quality time with family. Would that be an ideal vision for a day? Yeah, that's a dream day, that is. Right. And how much inspiration would you be to other clients as well if you would like that? I, th I think you'd just be... Like, we, you've used the word peak performance quite a lot. Um, and I, think, and, and I, lo I love that word flow as well. I think that for me would be just a day of pure flow, like some training, some creative outlets, some coaching, and then being able to unwind a bit. That would be just a, a great day. Perfect. So there's the vision of what we want to get to. The question is now is what's the plan to get there? How do we do that? And that's the stuff in between. Checking yeah. in that we're always doing that sort of stuff that's going to lead there. And now we've got a vision, by the way, Harry, when um, opportunities come up in our life, because we've always got opportunities around us, haven't we? Do we go left or do we go right? Well, we always know to go the right way now because we know that that leads to the vision. So we get to go, bang, instant decision-making. You mentioned 10X earlier on. How much actions and how fast can you get there with a clear vision? And I think um, what that process that we just went through there, you know, that was live coaching. And if anyone listening has re reached this point in the podcast go away and do the same thing for your health and fitness. Even if you can sit down in front of someone, you know, even if it's me, sit down in front of someone, you can paint that vision, give you, put you in that place emotionally. You, you're there, you see where you're trying to go. And then it's just like creating a business plan. You just reverse engineer from there, step-by-step, step, what do you need to do to get you to that position? And I think the, the final sort of point I'll, I'll make on that is once it's there, 
once you've done that 90%, a good coach has drawn it out of you. You've got your steps laid out. Prove it. Absolutely. Prove it. Prove it. Prove. I, like, I like how you're using that word now. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. We know what we've got to do. Uh, but the beauty of, of we, if we knew what to do with, and we all wanted to be millionaires, we'd all be millionaires by now. <laughs> so why, why isn't everybody a millionaire? Because state gets in the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really want to be a millionaire. I'm going to go and do it. I'm going to go make all this stuff happen. And then you wake up the next morning, the alarm goes off at five o'clock and you don't feel like it. Actually, you know, I don't really want to be a millionaire. And that's where the coach jumps in. Yeah. And that's the difference between coaching and training, isn't it? That's the, rather yeah. than telling people what to do or coaching people to get there. What does the word coach mean? Well, if you think about a transportation coach to get someone from where they are now, place A, to where they want mm -hmm. to be. And that's what you mentioned too at the start of this in a fitness context. So yeah, really Absolutely. good. Okie doke. So let's talk about how people can connect with you. Uh, what's the best way if they wanted to find out more about how they can get more energy in their day, how they can get on the right nutrition plan and how they can get on the right exercise plan. What would the first things um, be? What's the Right. So as I said, we've got a bunch of free content out there. Wow. Um, really? Okay. Like what you got? Yeah. So YouTube, uh, our YouTube channel's got most of the video content. So that's HNPT coaching. It stands for Harry Morris PT coaching. So HNPT coaching. Yep. Um, hmptcoaching.com has the full length articles wow okay and then if you get um to fitness studio 46 uh, our website there if you just google that uh, you'll see more about what we do in the gym and where are you, where are you based what's the the location so we're, we're in the heart of the black country we're on uh, we're right next to mary hill we're in briley hill uh, on the waterfront right right in the middle yeah we're next to a peaky blinders bar um <laughs> Peaky Blind is in Birmingham, though. Yeah. What they I, do to I the think, black country. Come on. <laughs> I think it's bleeding to the black country a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there are black country people in it. So, yeah, I'll let you off with that one. Yeah, great stuff. Okay, so you've got the website, guys. You've got to find out more about Harry. You can go on there. You can watch the free content on YouTube. You can get started. And if you really want to go for the, the next level, you can contact him. And um, what sort? do you offer any sort of free stuff, consultations, anything that you can test and try? Or what's, what's the crack there? So we have a free seven-day trial at the gym. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you want to actually look at coaching with us in person, then you get to come and experience that with, with no initial cost, um, see what we're all about, see how we run our workouts and what our coaching offerings like. Um, other than that, I am generally just sort of happy to have conversations. Um, I, I always think, like, anybody can Google this stuff and find some answers. So I don't mind pointing people in the right direction, just if you reach out to me. Um, what, I, what I charge for is, the, is coaching. If you want to be coached, if you want to sort of make sure of that result, you know, that's where, that's where we step in and um, that's, that's our paid service. So let's just wrap it up then. We've learned some things about nutrition. We've learned some things about managing your energy. We've learned some things about what coaching is on a deeper level. Um, managers, leaders, business owners, even the employees can go and apply this stuff into their business straight away. And that'll improve not just their, their health, but their business lifestyle and their home lifestyle as well. So I think, Harry, this podcast alone, from the lessons that we've got from, from you being on it, is worth a lot of value too. So I would highly recommend it to other people. I'm going to be passing it on to people. When somebody walks in here next time, a little bit low in vitality, I'm going to go, go and listen to my mate, Harry. Absolutely. No, that's, that's brilliant. Thanks for having me, Lewis.
great to have you on Harry. I'll uh, we'll, we'll bring you on next time. Maybe we can have some uh, some other topics we can discuss and even get you in some seminars as well. So uh, great stuff, Harry.